0: All right, episode 110. So today we're gonna try a slightly different strategy because uh, we believe in something called massive imperfect action. Meaning like if you wait till everything is perfect, all your ducks are in a row and everything's lined up, it usually doesn't happen. And we are totally guilty of that. That when we try to like, oh, once this, this, and this. In fact, yesterday I talked about it, how like I'm such an over over worker. I'm always trying to be like, have a hundred balls in the air, mass, productivity and in a way I end up failing cuz I'm trying to do too much but then simultaneously I don't do certain little things until until they're perfect but then I'm so busy grabbing the 10 other balls that I totally forget to come back to that one thing. Victor is really good at the other way. He does one thing all the way to fruition <laughs> before switching and then you can imagine it's like gosh you're not productive. For them. So we decided right now we are we're having a talk and we're going to do this more often where we're, when we're discussing things whether it's in the world or how we're handling something or you know we're always kind of looking at marketing as a weird thing right it's such a weird beast and we're always trying to figure out like how like what Where's works what doesn't So we're just going to like go live, and the sound might not be perfect, and my kids might walk in any second and go, Mom, did you see I landed that 360? And that's okay. It's like, we just have to do massive and perfect, and just go, and like just include other people in the dialogue. So my five listeners that are listening today, thank you for being here. We're going to talk a little bit about, um, I should frame it, frame it for how it started. So... Instagram is such a beast for for us. It's really hard to spend time being a really good parent and be attentive, which takes time. It takes time to be an attentive spouse and be present and not be just scrolling on your phone all the time or tapping away at a computer. And so, you know, to get good at Instagram, you have to be obsessed with Instagram. You have to be on the app so much, and I don't do very well with that. Besides, like, I'm just not really a consumer. Victor is a very good observer and he, so he pretty much tries to do our engagement and like he'll open up his app between clients and try to like comment, try to find authentic things to comment on, which is pretty hard these days. And then kind of just looks, you know, I tell him, just keep your finger on the pulse to see like, hey, what what are people talking about? What do people worry about? Because I don't even know. I, I kind of just live in a bubble and I don't realize what things people worry about or are talking about. And so today he was talking about, oh, we don't have a ton of RV content. We talk about adventure and we talk about mindset and we talk a little bit about health, but we really don't talk about RVing because in a way we've done it so long, the obvious is not obvious to us. So some um, fellow RVers posted about, oh, it's a travel day. And they show a picture of going into the RV and get grabbing out healthy snacks and talk about on travel days, you know, sometimes we don't want to eat out, and so we have healthy snacks. I would never think to post something like that because, one, we never eat out anyways, and we always – you should have healthy snacks with you every time you get in your car, let alone on a road yeah. trip. Yeah. And, and second, I just wouldn't think, like, that that's valuable. Like, isn't that duh? Like, I feel like it's just so many things to me are, oh, duh, but, but other people are getting very wealthy off of the oh, duhs. And so you have to respect the fact that everyone sees the world – in different ways and everyone has different talents and my long winded an introduction of saying, so I thought about, well, what do I want to stand for on Instagram? Well, I want to be the person who's like, uh, abandon your fear and go for things. Take, take the jump. Um, and then I asked Victor. So here's how we start this. The, what oh. do you want? You weren't sure where we were no, going No, I wasn't. I had to bring us all the way back.
1: Yeah, So man. what
0: do you want to be, what would you want to be known for? Because you don't have a very active voice on Nomad's Instagram.
1: Well, I think that anyone that, that has sort of met us or knows us knows this sort of supportive role that I play in the family. Um, and I'm absolutely fine. I think I'm also at a point where I'm ready to start speaking my mind because not only in the experience of raising my own children but raising a whole lot of other children what I mean by that if you didn't know we had brick and mortar for 20 years and on average what 150 students a week were coming in and little by little I started to to notice the important role that I played in these boys and girls lives their parents in almost 100% of the cases, well, maybe closer to 90, both had to have jobs to, and were basically running from their job to run their kids to their activities. Probably less
0: where we were, but still. There. But
1: still, it's pretty significant anyway. And, and we had a significant amount of military families as well. And so fathers would be, in most cases, on deployment for six months or more. And I could see the impact on the students week in and week out that they were going through. And so if I were going to pick what it was, it's like being an emotionally available father, that that is sort of being consistent and emotionally available for our children is one of the most powerful things that we can do for our children. And I say that with all of the experience that I have before, because kids, and Robin has said this before, they just want to be listened to. And if you don't have the bandwidth, when it comes time to listen, they can sense it. And I, I can kind of tell uh, even now when my kids are a little older, if I didn't listen, if I missed a sentence or whatnot, oh, they, they, I can tell they just noticed. Give me one second and focus on that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it was even, I would say one step further is,
1: um, we well, I would talk. say if you were wanting me to say one step further, it's affirming our importance as a role, as a father with families and reaffirming and identifying what that looks like for yeah. family.
0: So what's funny, because Victor was really, really good at this. When we had kid, uh, classes, he was so present. Like kids would come in and he would take the time to to listen to them and talk to them. But at home, it was different a little bit. It was hard because you do that at work. You're so good at that. And when they were younger, it was easy. But there was this transition through our travels where you were so I was tired and it was so hard for you to do the things that to, to actually step back and think about, like, I need to be here for my kids experience in this hike or in this climb was really, that, that was like way too big of a chasm to cross at the time, right. nor was it something you were really thinking about. But, and there was probably this feeling initially of like, what about me? And I think that's what we wanted to talk about: Ooh. is that there is this, there's this, uh, Whole there's this <laughs> many, many generations of bad sacral chakra of unworthiness complexes that has been handed down from one generation to the next. Of but what about me? And I mean, I see it in our immediate family. I see it in our extended. I see it in. Like that's the one thing that I—I I mean, when Gabby and I were talking last night, it's us communicating. How do we get past this? Hey, this thing, Gabby. It maybe it sounds like it's about me, but how can I reframe this to make it about you? Because I don't want this to be about me. I want to be able to manage my own stuff without projecting it out onto my kids. Sure. And do you remember it was, there was those times when it would be like, you, you don't need to. It's programming. It's it's trained in the subconscious of we have to, um, you said it, like your mom would be like, uh, you know, in the end, she just wants you to tell her like, Hey, you're a good mom. Right. And we should tell our parents, Hey, you're doing a good job. But what (laughs) if it's the other way around? What uh, if it's
1: it's the, to to have this balanced, you know, when you make a decision to be a parent, if you are so lucky to go, I'm going to start a family and then start a family. Oftentimes you're not thinking about, um, even the role you're going to play or your potential emotional baggage that you're carrying into that parenting. Although the most obvious thing is what you tend to give what you didn't receive, right? You're you're going to be locked into that sort of value system. And so that you can, most people can really pick up on. However, the hard part, the narcissism associated with, with that child really being about your affirmation and your development that's a very difficult very very difficult to pull apart and start to really deconstruct but start to think to yourself if you're considering first off being a parent is one of the most powerful moments of my life and has changed really the meaning of life for me Um, this this other little soul that relies on you and you're you're nurturing but at the same time you also have to make sure you disconnect and be aware of whatever it is you're carrying into being a parent, so that you can let that being be the absolute best that they can be, right?
0: Yeah. Um, you want to add yeah, to that? Yeah, well, I have so much to add to that. That well, one because this one's like this is this is my thesis. And we might have we might parenting. have to do a bunch.
1: Yeah, we might have to do a bunch on this. Look.
0: The only way to actually live that, to actually apply it and is that you have to be able to step outside, hover outside your body, and think about your dialogue. When you say something to your kids, think about where the root of that's coming from. Are you looking to prove yourself? Are you looking like, you know, even if we do examples of uh when in, back in my day, I had to do this. Well, that's your ego trying to prove that you're tough, that you were stronger. Like, why would we even necessarily need to, to tell that? If, if our kid was being lazy, instead of showing, well, I'm stronger than you are, then you flip it to my thesis. It's like, what's your expectation here? I would ask my kids like, well, what is your expectation for everything to be easy? What is your expectation to not have to work hard for something? And of course that would lead to, okay, well, what do we define as easy? What is hard? What are you willing to give? Why do you want it? The number of questions that really you it, it triggers in creating a better parent-to-child relationship probably seems overwhelming. I mean, I remember I used to tell you, just ask the kids this, just ask the kids this. And you're like, God, that kind of feels weird to ask my kids these questions because I wasn't asked these questions. Sure. But then I'll ask you like, man, like well, right now. I,
1: I think a lot of that has to do with you know, conflict avoidance in many ways, or my potential compensation was like there was so much general conflict going on in my household. I mean, in general, you just want to go lay, be under the radar, right? And like, oh, just yeah, don't I don't want to bring any attention potentially to myself. Um, and so that conflict avoidance, however, also creates a stifling of emotions because if you said like, mom, dad, I. I need attention from you. You seem too busy for me. I don't feel very loved.
0: Yeah. Right? That's what they should say. Yes. That's, that's what, what a, a child, child could should be able, say, to, be able say. to say.
1: Teach them Teach them that. However, at, at the time, I was not given those resources. I was actually, you know, quite the opposite. Don't, we're, we're really busy with blank, blank, and blank if you're a good boy you'll just go along, go with the flow and help us out. Yeah,
0: think about that. If you're good, you'll stay quiet. Yeah. If you're good, you won't speak here. Like the message oh, or is, "If
1: so... you're good, you don't want because I cannot provide what you want."
0: It yeah, So the rabbit very hole's big.
1: It's yeah, crazy. very important to start pulling hey, some my, of those I mean things.
0: versus like our kids make breakfast every morning. And there's an agreement, like Tati and Jiraiya will complain, like one makes breakfast and the other cleans up and they have this agreement and then they'll, oh, you made this. And I go, well, if you guys want to make, if you don't like what each other's making, either create a plan, a meal plan for the week and compromise or make your own, but that means you each have to do double the work. You both have to clean and you both have to cook so you could just compromise here in this situation. But then I think about like, well... This is really what started this conversation this morning. Well, we're in a financial position where I can just go buy whatever groceries I need to buy. And I understand this. It's like that's, that's the really the differentiating point. It's like, well, we don't, aren't in a scarcity mindset. Your family was. A yeah. lot of families were. We were talking about this morning about the, um, the problem in San Diego. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah. The homeless problem in downtown San Diego is so extreme that they're starting to see some issues associated with hepatitis A breakouts because it's just so dirty, which is kind of a common thing. However, one um, one talking to a client who um, is a girlfriend of the mayor of the town, it's difficult because we get to the end point, like, how do we solve this without... We're moving people around and I and I said I started in on parenting and the importance of the family All of, in general when we look at Addiction and addiction as Gagora Mate Matei said, describes is anything that can it could be anything. It could be an addiction. My, I had exercise addiction um, Addiction is a trauma from lack of attachment lack of attachment And that goes back to parenting.
0: So these people are So Let me just connect the dots just to make sure in case you had this on fast forward. What Victor's saying is, yeah, we have this homelessness problem. And within this, I mean, that's one part of it. But within that homelessness problem, there's also a problem with with drugs. Alcohol, right? yeah. Okay. And then that stems from
1: an attachment attachment
0: issue. These people, when you have an addiction... And we all have it to some extent, some form of dopamine addiction, myself included, that that stems from lack of attachment. Like when we did not receive the attachment we needed uh, when we were children, and it could be that from even abusive parents to something as subtle as your, the parents were just too stressed out, too busy to give the child the love and compassion that they felt like they needed. Uh, well, actually, it's not even a, love and compassion. It's, it's just the the, um, the attention, and security, the, yeah, to be there. How are you? What are you thinking? What do you want? Why do you want that? Why Why is this important to you? I think those questions are so valuable, even from a very young age. Um, and so, okay, keep going. Yes, the attachment. There you go. Scam likely. <laughs>
1: um, go the attach the attachment issue. Um, leads to a propensity to create this addiction, which then leads to the current problem you, you're at. But it's much easier. I mean, it's, it's difficult because you go, oh, now we're attack, attacking essentially a way of life that developed at a certain point in time. And so we can identify what, why people are struggling, but that's a lot of forf- work to go back to the home.
0: But if we're going to really but if we're really, really... going to answer the problem the the problem that the people are homeless and simultaneously the problem why we have the attachment issue that you had to have two people working full time to make ends meet it comes in it's all by design they want they want the monetary system wants to keep you Poor and struggling, enslaved. Ironically, you guys, Zion just got released today, and we did get our account up. I haven't got the community started yet, but we are on Zion on um, at be the hero, Hero. not Nomads with a Purpose. We did it under Be the Hero because Nomads with a Purpose is great, but our purpose is to teach you to be heroes. So I think we should stick with that. Um, But anyways, yeah, you can't. We like. There's no out as long as we're stuck in this monetary system. There's
1: no way. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose be having an awareness and we share with all this, if you're a frustrated parent that that, is, that doesn't know exactly what they're, feel like they're drowning, what is the most important thing is to so give that level of attachment to our children to make sure, especially at, in the younger years, giving them that base and if you
0: nail from zero to three, you're golden, supposedly <laughs> forever. Uh, I don't know about that. Danny has a struggle still, and I mean that kid had so much attachment. Um, it's we also we also started this talking about. I said, oh, if you were going to to take a stand on something, Victor is is very present. I mean, he's with a, He's here all day long. He's he's attentive. There, was, there are times when you get, str- you get stressed out, right? But at sure. the same time, for the most part, like right before we recorded this, Tati was frustrated with her sewing machine. He's available to stop what he's doing, walk up, fix the sewing machine, right? Jiraiya is outside doing jump 360s in the snow right now. And if he's like, falls, Victor can run over and be like, hey, do you need some help? I mean, that's a
1: silly Jariah's not going to fall. Let's,
0: yeah. let, let's be honest, but i let you pick him up now. He'd- <laughs>
1: Uh, and, that, and while everyone cannot be there every moment of every day, I feel very fortunate that I work, work my way into a position uh, that I can do that. I think if you have an understanding of, of that root issue that could permeate itself into struggle, then you can start really taking care of yourself as a parent so that you can provide that
0: yeah and it can be even something subtle like say you do have to work or you do have to send your kids to school then it can be something as subtle as like cut out some of the extracurricular activities like kids i know my kids at least enjoyed way more if i just said like hey you guys want to like grab a sandwich and go sit at the beach and just talk or just run around and play it's not even so much Don't go to the park and sit on the bench and stare at your phone while they go play on the playground. It's more than that. Like being able to, or to not do anything and just be like, let's just stay here and make dinner together. How about you pick the dinner that we're gonna make tonight and I'll just be your prep chef. You know, I
1: have had plenty of people ask me about development, right? Uh, Because I have had, both Robin and I have had an opportunity to see kids' physical and emotional development um, in our own children and in other children. And so the parents get really oh she's got to go to speech therapy she's late talking, and I go, you know, it all equals out, <laughs> it all evens out. Just try not to stress out about the things that you're choosing, exposure, socialization, all of these things. They 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 work out. Being available. And honestly, parents,
0: what about the other end? They don't work. The things that you think you've mastered that aren't an issue. Come out of nowhere. So right. even if you think you have control, it's an illusion. You don't have it. Yeah. Like, the more you just train yourself to be present and adapt to what's actually in front of you, you're way, you, you'll be able to then carry that ahead of time. Instead of if you think like, oh, I'm going to put out every future fire that I think is going to be in my path, you're, you, will, you will just attract more fires.
1: That, yeah, 100%. Uh, and and that's, that's the quantum field what you put out, you get back. So if you're always worried about someone getting hurt, well, that, that that you gotta be careful with what you're putting out to the universe.
0: Okay, so we're gonna call this how to be a present parent.
1: Yeah, strategies are, on how to be a present what parent. Are,
0: what are your take-homes? What are, your, what are, what are my are take-homes? Things? Well, actually, before you say your take-homes, I was gonna say, it was a good story, I'm gonna tell a story for you, what you said about Gabby climbing, just to like kind of cement oh. in this idea. So Gabby was climbing,
1: Advanced, <laughs> um, a
0: really advanced a twelve D, um, and like I really don't watch her climb them. Not because I'm not I'm nervous or anything. I just am like that's her thing. Like I don't feel like I, I don't feel like it has to be any uh, more polarized. I know she puts so much pressure on herself, and she puts pressure on herself. Via me, like she she thinks I'm putting pressure on her. I'm like, I don't care. If you send it, great. If you don't send it, like I just want to support you. Just be happy. You You stress out way too much and you're already so driven. So a lot of times I don't watch her. You used to watch her. And it would make you nervous. Now sure. it doesn't make you nervous at all. But then you caught yourself the last time she did, like going, shoot, should I be like cheering her on? Which what should I do in this scenario, yeah, right? That's is that true. what you felt
1: like? Yeah, or should I record it? I'm so proud. I wanna post it. This is super advanced. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, wait, she didn't ask me to do that. And is my pride getting in the way here? Like I'm pride. Pride pride is is definitely one of my issues, having too much pride, and while in the short term pride can be good, it can actually be pointing to another wound right yeah. as a parent and so well that 's
0: exactly what we 're talking about in this episode really yeah. is like that that thing if if you as a parent are holding pride um, then it then you're, then it's about you and not about your child, and you're not giving them the attachment if it 's about you i mean. My mom did her best, but everything was like, I'm proud of you. And I used to think like, well, you didn't study for the test. You didn't like get the good grade. You, like it, it made no sense to me. I'm like, okay, that's great. You're proud of me. But like, how is this helping me? I just wish you would listen to me and ask me questions and wonder about what I was thinking and, and like be there. But be there is more than just physical, like, hey, here's some money. I'm so proud of you. But she didn't know, and it's not her fault at all. But we're in a spot where we do know better. There is information about this. There have been studies done, if you need studies, that we... um yeah, you're so you're like, oh man, you're torn, and it was kind of cool because rich's like, ah, I just don't know what to do here. Like, I'm so proud of her, but I'm not supposed to be proud. But she she just climbed this Should I video. No, I shouldn't video, right? In your head, you're probably you're in like, the in
1: the end. I basically said, well, uh, I'm not gonna do anything. I'll do a hey, nice job with that. And if she wants to open up a greater dialogue about that, she can. Um, but I realized like had she been super pumped and like. I'm sure she fist bumped herself, you know, like, and I... I
0: think in the end, just asking more questions. Cause at the time I wasn't there when she actually sent that one, I think just asking her, asking her, Hey, I kind of wanted to record that. Would you have wanted me uh-huh, to record yeah. it? Does it bother you? You know, like, how do you feel doing that? Instead? We don't ask our kids enough questions. We just yeah. ask them, what do you think? Hey, do, how would you want, we're having a problem. Gabby and I are having an issue with somebody that she's friends with and and in the end, I go, like, how do you want me to handle this? Just tell me what you want me to Like, what would be the desired result of this interaction? And, and then we can dialogue it. If you could just dialogue everything, it's yeah. so much easier. And
1: it's uncomfortable, but it sort of needs to happen. Otherwise, you're just going to drag that baggage around for a while until it comes out. <laughs> so I highly recommend uh, high levels of attention to communication.
0: Okay. I, told, I didn't give you... Yeah, uh, any other tips? Because I kind of interrupted with your story. Well,
1: I, if I were to recommend to, to dad's tips to become more present and active, it's the first and foremost, take care of your health, because the health. Your individual health and well-being is going to permeate out. So if you're super stressed out at work and aren't working out and aren't eating right and aren't having a – and this is a big one. is like you have to – for me, it's like have a meditative practice, breath work, meditative like practice qigong um, to help work on de-stressing. Now I just made a reel about this and it's super important you understand this. You could feel in your skin right now that you are not stressed but your body could be saying something else. I'm not stressed, I'm not stressed. And so it's important to read the signs and signals from your body because at some point, our mind and body becomes a little bit disattached because you're in the process, provide, provide, provide. I know I feel that's one of the biggest things as a father is to provide safety and security. And so taking care of yourself at all of those levels is absolutely essential. Um, Meeting your kids in a couple different ways. First off, I embrace that, like teach them, the goofy person you are, that individual person. I let them see me, like they make double-dutch bus, bus jokes like on the weekly, like, oh, dad's playing the playlist because I like my old school jams. And uh, But they know it and it's something that's, that in the end gives them a real link to you. Um, I think what that's one of the most essential things as a father is let them see you as a human because if you're consistently having to hide that, you're always hiding behind, I have to always look strong. And while that might be on the short term really beneficial, I tend to have seen um, with personal experience men that are struggle with their heart health and cholesterol and blood pressure um, long term because they have no vent to, to be themselves and show some of those vulnerabilities, um, as well as deciding what are the values that you want to raise your children with, what are the things that you as a father want to teach them, if that's Hunting or knitting does not matter to me, but make a decision on what that's going to be. I, showing showing them, teaching them things is absolutely critical. Letting them that you know that you're really good at some things and some things like, this reminds me of the line from RV when he's trying to take advice, he's dumping the, the shitter and he's taking advice from morons. And his son goes, Dad? And he goes, Yes, son. He's like, I have to tell you something. It's a good time for me to tell you that I'm not the master of all things. He's like, I... I get that, Dad, when you started taking advice from, from idiots. And, and that, that's important for them to know as well. So general health and well-being. Prioritize yourself so that you can be emotionally available. Um, let them know you um, and decide what values you want to pass on. Those are my tips. You got anything, Dad?
0: No, you did. That was a really good wrap-up.
1: All right. We'll see you guys next time.